Hey, bringing in everybody. I'm sports director Rex Castillo with WRBL News 3. Usually the On Your Sidelines podcast features myself and Jack Patterson interviewing a sports icon. We're on a little bit of a hiatus right now because basketball season has us so incredibly busy. Speaking of basketball, March Madness right around the corner. The Auburn Tigers look like a team that could win it all. We're actually going to hear a conversation with one man who's been with the Auburn Tigers every step of the way this season, Andy Burcham, the voice of the Auburn Tigers. Myself and Andy, we talk about everything from different players to Bruce Pearl, the legacy he's leaving, and what he thinks this team could do in the big dance. So enough of me. Here's my conversation with the voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Burcham. When the final buzzer sounds, the game is over, but their story isn't. Time to hang out on the sidelines and learn the real stories of these sports icons. Welcome to the On Your Sidelines podcast with the News 3 sports team. Now joined by the legendary Andy Bertram. Andy, thank you so much for joining us. First of all, you've been there with this team every step of the way. What has it been like to see the Auburn Tigers men's basketball team evolve into this monster that they've become heading into March? Yeah, what's interesting, Rex, and it is good to be with you today. What, what's interesting about, listen, we, we knew back in the summer, in the fall, that there was a great deal of individual talent with, with this Auburn team, with guys like Katie Johnson and Walker Kessler and, and Wendell Green and Zepp Jasper transferring in. And we knew about the potential of a guy like a Jabari Smith, who is a McDonald's All-American coming in. But would all of those guys meld together and then work with the guys, many of who were starters a year ago? So how would all of this mesh? And I think that's one of the most impressive things about the job that Bruce Pearl has done this year is the work that he has done bringing this talent in and making it a cohesive, exciting Auburn basketball team that just won an SEC championship, just the fourth regular season title in Auburn history, and is now the number one seed at the SEC tournament, and Auburn will play its first game Friday morning. You uh, actually transitioned perfectly to uh, Jabari Smith, a guy who was one of the top recruits coming into Auburn and in its basketball history, a ton of hype. McDonald's All-American, as you said, always the question of, can he do it at this level? Obviously, he can. He's, I would say a lot of us, uh, speaking uh, with a lot of my media cohorts, like that guy looks like a top five pick in the upcoming NBA draft, a kid who had, had to buy in, though. What has it been like to see him his game evolve to what it is now? There are so many times this season that, that I've watched him play. And I have to remind myself that at this time a year ago, he was in high school. He doesn't play like a freshman at Auburn. He doesn't play like a freshman anywhere. He's not afraid to take the big shot when Auburn is in a scoring drought or when Auburn desperately needs a basket. He's not afraid to step up. And more times than not, he makes the shot. He's not afraid to take a big three. He's not afraid to drive to the basket. He hits his free throws. He plays well defensively. He rebounds. And I've watched him a lot in pregame warmups. And it's businesslike for Jabari Smith. You know, he's he has his fun. I mean, he, he's still a kid, but, but he has a workmanlike attitude. There's a plan for what he's doing. And I'm just so impressed with what he's done. And, and I've reminded myself, and I've reminded Auburn fans several times this year, enjoy watching Jabari Smith because at this time next year, he's going to be playing in the league. You know, he's, he's going to be a, a lottery pick. He could be the number one overall pick for somebody coming up in June. So 
it, it's it's hard not to it's hard to take it for granted but but to watch him play i mean this is this is not just the greatest freshman year we've ever seen at auburn it's one of the great years period for an individual player at auburn and what he is doing rex at the end of this season averaging 25 points a game in the last five or six games going into the sec tournament is even more remarkable another player that you have to talk about with this team Walker Kessler, a guy who was tall, looked athletic, looked athletic, but kind of an afterthought at UNC, a powerhouse in college basketball, comes to Auburn. Bruce Pearl turns him into what he has said pretty consistently, the defensive player of the year. I think he has more blocks than most programs in the country. <laughs> what is it like to see him evolve and become a bit a businessman as, as usual? Because you see a lot of people when they block shots, they can do the Matumbo finger wag or they can do something animated. He is very focused and bought into this team. What's it like watching him? Well, you know, here's a guy that, that Auburn thought it had when he committed to North Carolina. As a matter of fact, everyone thought it was coming down to Auburn and Duke for Walker Kessler, and he ends up going to North Carolina. And then the, the coaching change at North Carolina, and Walker decides to come back home, or at least an hour from home, out of Noonan, Georgia. And he comes to Auburn, and watching him practice before the season, you know, he's out there shooting threes as a seven foot one guy and making a lot of the th three pointers. And he's done that better down the, down the stretch, but then you watch him play defense. And not only does he go about it, as you said, in a, a workmanlike atmosphere or, or attitude, but he doesn't, he does it in a way that many times, most of the times he's not going to get called for the foul. Now, there have been a couple games this year where he's been taken out of the game because of fouls. But even if he gets beat by a step, uh, you watch his ability to either make that step up or to get someone and make that block from behind. But then Walker has become more of an offensive threat for Auburn as well. I mean, he's not just the SEC Defensive Player of the Year. He's a first-team All-SEC player and a guy that is averaging – almost a double-double this season and has two triple-doubles this season for Auburn. It's the first time that, that Auburn's ever had two triple-doubles in a season. He is second on the list in SEC basketball career for triple-doubles behind Shaq. He has two. Shaq has six. And Walker has come within a block or a rebound or two of two or three more triple-doubles this season. It's been a remarkable season. And here's the thing, you know, Walker may be working his way into a first round pick in the NBA draft coming. So he may be one and done at Auburn along with Jabari Smith one and done at Auburn this year. So enjoy both of these guys. <laughs> one guy I know that a lot of fans enjoy and particularly a lot of us as well. Katie Johnson is one of the most animated passionate players and i think on one point on twitter he said i'm i'm sorry but this is my love for auburn just coming out I, I feel like he's the heart and soul of this team along with dylan carwell who also has a hard time being shy on the basketball court what's it like seeing them capture this team and katie comes from across uh, a rival a historic rival in georgia but embraces everything that the Auburn family has to I think he's a key part to this as well because down the stretch in overtime he's a guy who is not afraid of the big moments either well, what's interesting about Katie Johnson and Walker Kessler and Wendell Green are that, that Auburn recruited all three of these guys before. 
Wendell Green, Auburn knew about Wendell Green when he was in high school, and they liked him a lot, but they didn't have space for him on the roster. Same thing for KD Johnson. They liked him a lot, but they didn't have space for him at his spot on the roster. Well, that those spots opened up, and, and now they're here. Here's the thing about KD, and he's an animated, and he is he, he's passionate. He's also fearless. He's fearless, especially getting to the rim. I think about the last minute of the game at Missouri. And Auburn was fortunate to win that game, won that game by one and trailed going into the last minute of that, of that game. And Katie Johnson made five straight points for Auburn, a three point play, the old fashioned way and going to the basket. And in both times he went to the basket against guys that are much bigger than he is. And I remember he sat down to do the post game show with us and he kind of gave me that look of what'd you think? And I said, you're fearless. You're absolutely fearless. And he said, you're right. And sometimes that works in his favor. And sometimes it works against him because he's, he's, he does, he doesn't mind it. And you just look at what he does. Look at, look at the overtime period that he had at Mississippi state. The night that Auburn clinched a share of the sec championship and Auburn had lost three straight road games and was on the verge of losing a fourth and managed to get the game into overtime. And Katie Johnson had two points in that game, and it came early in the first half. Sonny Smith, the Hall of Fame analyst with us, former head coach at Auburn, just before Katie Johnson scored his first basket of overtime, said, Auburn needs to get the ball to Katie Johnson. And then Katie Johnson scored 10 points for Auburn in overtime and ended up with 12 points in the game and made a driving basket that gave Auburn the lead and then came down on the next, the next possession and made a three that gave Auburn a four-point lead, and the Tigers never trailed after that in a huge, huge game on the road. Two of his biggest moments this season have come in key SEC games away from Auburn, which I think just goes to show how fearless the young man is. Dylan Cardwell's a guy, listen, coming into last season, there was a span of over 500 days where Dylan Cardwell was not allowed to play competitive basketball in high school. 500 days he went and yet stayed with it and he comes to Auburn. So you can, when he goes out and plays at Auburn, doesn't it look like he's playing a guy that's gone out and played because he had almost two years where he didn't get to play basketball? He's taking advantage of every single moment that he's in that Auburn uniform. And he is, he's a great, young man and Auburn is 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 fortunate to have him as a backup to Walker Kessler at that post position the madhouse that is the Auburn jungle Auburn oh. arena now Neville arena is one of the best environments I would say in all of college basketball and all of college sports it's only gotten more momentum as this team has racked up win after win after big win and setting history as becoming a, a number one team in the AP ranks what has it been like to 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 be witness to that and also witness that on the road as well. Well, for home games, Rex, I mean, we're literally about four feet in front of them. I mean, they're, they're right behind us. You know, I mean, the, when they're waving the shakers, sometimes you feel the shakers on you. I'm not kidding there either. Uh, so you, you feel that energy. I mean, cause we're literally within feet of, of, of the jungle. 
And it has become a fierce environment to play. And I think the rest of that crowd and the alumni and the adults feed off of that, that student. Now, listen, when Auburn built, when Auburn designed this arena, they had, they had a jungle in mind. I don't think they, I don't think anyone could have envisioned what has become now, but, but they wanted the students down there on the floor. And that was, that was brilliant because it is a huge advantage. And now, and I've said this, I don't know how many times I've said this in interviews this year, Rex, but you know, this as well. It has been easier for people to get tickets to Auburn road games than home games. If they don't have season tickets, um, you know, and that's why we've seen huge crowds at Georgia, at Florida, at Tennessee, Missouri, the St. Louis Auburn club was there when we went to Missouri, there was a huge Auburn crowd back in November when Auburn played its first game in Tampa against USF. And there will be a big Auburn crowd, I think, uh, to watch Auburn play at the SEC tournament starting Friday down in Tampa. The, the crowds have been terrific this year for Auburn, or what Coach Pro likes to call Auburn witnesses. Well, there's been a lot of witnessing for Auburn basketball this year. We're also witnessing a team that is could reach potential greatness in March. The 2019 team, while different, set a, set a benchmark. This, we're building a program to become a Final Four contender year in, year out. This team has a lot of greatness. It has a lot of layers. They don't, they don't only do it one way. How far can this team go in March? I think I think sky's the limit. And I, and I think I think this team will determine how far it goes in March. Um, whether Auburn's a number one seed at the NCAA tournament coming up, we'll find out Sunday. It certainly has the talent. It has certainly shown this season that it should be a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. Sometimes it depends on where you go. Sometimes it depends on who you play. Do you get a team that all of a sudden gets very hot like Auburn did in 2019? But this team has won in different ways. There have been nights where Auburn has won it with the three-point shot. And Auburn in the last two games has hit 10 threes in each of those games. It has. There have been nights where it has been the Jabari Smith show. There have been nights when Walker Kessler has gone off on the inside or Wendell Green has had a terrific game and or Katie Johnson has joined him there. So here's, here's, the, one, here's the one factor that, that none of us know what could happen. And it may not happen this year. But what if Alan Flanagan returns to his play from a year ago and all of a sudden he's that 15.8 rebound a game guy, game in and game out at the SEC tournament and in the NCAA tournament? I'm not saying that, that that has to happen for Auburn to be a Final Four team, but if it does, watch out for this team. This team has been so much fun from on my end to watch. So for you every single day, how much fun are you and Coach Smith having witnessing what this team has done throughout the regular season? Well, it, it's fun to be with Sonny Smith regardless. If you're at a game or at you're at a meal or, or whatever, okay? This team is special. This team brought Auburn an SEC championship this year. This team, through a, a tough time a couple weeks ago, on the Auburn campus when, when there was a lot of bad things said about Auburn athletics and the football team and that type of thing, this basketball team was, was going about its job and, and winning 
an SEC championship and has given this, this campus uh, um, a, lot of, a lot of reason to be very proud of it. And as Coach Pearl says, though, this is not just a football school. This is not just a, a basketball school. This is an everything school. And you watch some of the other Auburn teams and what they're doing. Look at Auburn gymnastics and what they're doing right now. Uh, Auburn softball, as you and I talk, have won 13 in a row. Baseball has won seven in a row, uh, as you and I talk. Both of the tennis teams are unbeaten in SEC play right now. So I, I think a lot of the other, other programs um, are, are feeding off of what this basketball team has done. It's been an inspirational team to, to follow. It has been an incredibly fun team to watch. Uh, it's, a, it's a great group of young men that uh, while there are individuals, they have they put aside their pride. And for a guy like Devin Cambridge or a guy like Jalen Williams, who was a starter game in and game out a year ago, they have come off the bench this season and have given Auburn some incredible minutes this year. In a day and age of the transfer portal and NIL, I think this is a remarkable basketball team, and we need to enjoy it as long as we possibly can. One of the best moments I thought, though, for ba Auburn basketball, didn't happen on the court. It's when Alan Green had a cell phone video and said, we locked him up. Bruce Pearl will remain an Auburn Tiger head basketball coach for quite a while. What does he mean to Auburn? For, for those of us who or for those who are watching this and aren't very close to the program, what does he mean to Auburn and the Auburn family? Think back to when Bruce Pearl was hired at Auburn eight years ago. About this time, as a matter of fact. Auburn's basketball program was in, was in trouble. And Auburn gave Bruce Pearl a second chance in his coaching career. And he has rewarded Auburn for that second opportunity in his career. I think this, Rex. I believe what Bruce Pearl has done at Auburn is one of the great coaching jobs in Auburn athletics history, regardless of sports. Because he has taken a basketball program that was a non-factor year in and year out in the SEC and was an afterthought when it came to the NCAA tournament. And he has made it a perennial power in the NCAA tournament now. And Auburn was smart, I think, all the way from Sanford Hall to the athletic complex to wrap Bruce Pearl up basically for the rest of his career. And his name was out there for the Louisville job. It was being rumored for the Maryland job. Uh, and, and Auburn took care of that in a hurry. And I don't think Bruce Pearl wanted to go to those programs, but in a day and age when, when, and, and at, at the time, the point where he is in his career, um, sure. He probably listened a little bit, but when Auburn said, we want you for the rest of your career, we're going to make it worth your while. Then Bruce Pearl said, we're done. I want to be at Auburn. And he could go to a lot of places right now, but he wants to be here and leading this program. So um, my hat's off, not only to, to Coach Pearl, but also to, to what Auburn has done. And they're going to be building the brand new practice, practice facility for the men's program. It will allow the women's program basically to have their own practice facility. It will help volleyball. It will help gymnastics. Um, he is all about Auburn. It's not just Auburn basketball. It's not just Bruce Pearl. He's all about Auburn. And I think he lives that each and every day.
Thanks again to Andy Bergman for joining us on this very special edition of the On Your Sidelines podcast. To hear this podcast and more, check us out. Of course, the On Your Sidelines podcast every other Tuesday at 3 p.m. But in case you can't make it, then check us out on wherever you find your podcast right here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Of course, we'll keep you guys updated on our social media pages as well. Twitter, at RexCastillo.tv is where you can find me, WRBL Rex Castillo on Facebook. And also check out Jack Patterson's stuff on Twitter, at JPattersonTV, and WRBL Jack Patterson on Facebook. Again, thank you so, so much. We'll keep you guys updated on everything the Auburn Tigers do, along with the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Georgia Bulldogs. March is always a fun time. It also means a very busy time in the sports department. But until then, we'll see you guys next time right here on your side.